This is a City of Crestview podcast. Welcome to Season 2 of Civic View. My name is Chance Levins and I'm your digital media specialist here at the City of Crestview. The goal of Civic View is to keep our citizens informed and entertained while maintaining a sense of transparency between you and your local government. And here at City Hall and all across the city, we value that communication as well as civic engagement, and we hope this podcast will continue to be a source of both. So let's get started. Hello, Crestview, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Civic View. This is our second part of our history episode um, that we were speaking about when we were uh, before in the other episode, oh, that was a mess. Um, <laughs> I keep going. So we were talking about the seventies and the interstate basically, and the expansion of the city at that point and what that caused to happen and how it's reflective of kind of what is happening, uh, now and currently in Crestview and some of the things that we're seeing. And so to continue talking about that, I have, uh, Nicholas Schwint, our, um, GIS, uh, specialist, and I have our PIO and history buff here, um, Brian Hughes as well. Thank you both again for joining me. Glad to be here. Um, so so let's get into this a little bit. So I want to, I know these are supposed to be history podcasts, so we're going to talk about that. But I want to talk about a little bit about the future and expansion and how it relates. So the interstate came in. We grew around the interstate area. We started annexing more of that area. The city started to expand and grow. So what we have now, we don't have another interstate coming in, but what we do have is this bypass road that we're developing and the potential for commerce to develop around it and the fact that we're already growing and expanding there. So, you know, we have the Crestview Commons, which is going in. It's hard to visualize without being in an aerial position, but it's actually going in in an area that will be centralized to part of the bypass and and the expansion on the south end of town and the interstate and all that kind of stuff. So it's moving in the same direction that the rest of town is um, and so I want to talk a little bit about why, why the interstate did what it did and, and how that affected Crestview and, and why it, in and, and how it affects who will come here and what they will build and why they'll build it. So first I'm going to talk about that for a second and I'm going to say this, we as a city, we don't control what businesses come here. Um, we do, uh, Nick's department, uh, Community Development Services does play a role in helping make Crestview attractive, um, as do what I and Brian do whenever we do communications or we develop uh, things going on in the community and we want to get the word out. We want people to understand that Crestview is a thriving place and things are happening here. But ultimately, it's on the business to decide whether they want to come here, you know, um, whether they have the they look at numbers, they look at traffic, they do studies, they look at what DOT can give them and the EDC, which is the economic development, is it council or committee? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just call it the EDC. They do stuff with economics. No. So the information and data that they collect and these businesses use that to make a calculated financial fiscal decision, you know, as to whether they want to, um, get involved so as much as people think politics plays a huge role in it ultimately it doesn't this is a free market country this is capitalism and they look at the numbers and the numbers say that when they get so many miles away from the interstate they don't see the traffic that they want to see to support uh their business surprisingly a business as small as a restaurant like uh, Chili's or something like that you know they want to see 90,000 people um and 
they don't see that when they look at Crestview because they see twenty not roughly twenty nine. Is that what we're in in the, the city, city limits, limits were about twenty six, and from river to river, and north to Bill Lundy, we're at about high fifties. Okay, so yeah, so sadly. They don't do their math that way. <laughs> yeah. It would be nice if they did. Dollar General does. No. <laughs> yeah. Um so so we're we're working on that. And as we expand out and we grow the city and we grow the city limits and we do more annexations like we were talking about in the previous episode, we'll, we get higher population numbers. But ultimately the point of this little tangent that I got on here is to say that um it's up to businesses, it's not up to Crestview. Uh, ultimately, to decide what they want to do and where they want to come in and how they want to build. Now, that being said, I want to relate that back to the whole point of this and the history and what we're talking about. So so I'm going to kind of give it over to Brian here to talk about this for a minute. So we had the interstate come in. Right. We lost some of our rail travel. We lost some of our Main Street area because of it. So, so let's talk a little bit about how that impacted um, the businesses themselves. Well, one of the first ones to move in uh, south of I-10 after I-10 went in was the Holiday Inn, and everybody thought they were absolutely crazy to build it because there was nothing down there. There were none of the fast food places and the gas stations and the stuff there. And this hotel, which is actually still there, it's I think the Indine offices now. Yeah, um, it was there the first thing, and everybody's like, "Okay, who's going to go to that?" Not realizing that people who are staying at the beach were more might be attracted to the lower room rates than you would pay down in um, you know the resort areas, as right. it were. So it impacted that, but there was still growth going on in the city. And I was just looking earlier today at the. Um, Crestview, the Forklands book, which is just an absolutely fantastic book, and I highly recommend it to anybody who's interested at all in the history of the city. There uh, is a copy available at the library. That is true. <laughs> and uh, the only problem with it is is that you start reading it, and then you get hooked, and you can't put it down, and <laughs> you, you just spend another hour and a half on it. But I was looking at the 1970s entry uh, today, and I was looking at what Crestview had at that time. We were still growing, and some of it was uh, not related to the interstate. Uh, we had two radio stations, two newspapers in town. Um, we got Twin Hills Park uh, in the mid, uh, yeah, early 70s. Yeah. And, you know, part of that was the old watering hole for the Yellow River Railroad and LNN Railroad um, steam engines, which of course weren't running anymore. They had switched over to diesel. So we got a nice new community park north of Crestview, Auburn Water started up in 1970. Greyhound opened a new depot in Crestview in the early 70s. And we had activities like um, the old Spanish Trail Festival was going strong. That was like our big traditional activity um, that time, which is um, they're going to try to revive that this year, I yeah, understand. Yeah, I heard that, actually. Yeah, so that's, that's pretty cool that that's coming back. That was a, a fun time. We had um, stuff like a new city hall, which we're sitting in right now. And um, which has that beautiful brown appliced kitchen in it. I love it. With I the green, too. yeah, it's like all one. I'm, I didn't know that you could get a unit that's a, like a refrigerator. 
I just I just saw that yesterday oh, for the first time. Fantastic! Yeah, <laughs> I took I a picture it. of it. I sent there it was, to my wife. There were several. I, like, I can tell you this because I worked for a, a small store back home that had like everything, and you had that kind of chocolate brown. You had avocado. There was I think it was called Golden Harvest, and then there was a blue color that kind of had fizzled out by the time I got to that store. But anyway, you know we have that that '70s architecture going on here. Um, we got a new city library. We got the Bob Sykes Library over in Twin Hills Park. That opened in, I think, 76 and is now the campus, uh, local campus for Northwest Florida State College. But, you know, we had all this growth going on. Oh, we had Mariner Mall also, which is now Northview oh, Mall. Okay. Yeah, which recently had a facade lift a few years ago. Um, but that actually had an indoor shopping component, still does. Uh, that a lot of people don't know about it. And, um, you know, it got a movie theater and all that kind of stuff going on. And um, so the, the, it wasn't that the city was dying, but it was shifting its interest, definitely, because then you did have a lot of growth down by the interstate and um, the old drive-in movie theater, which is now the site of Big Lots, um, was where the uh, Walmart was originally. Yeah, when I was very young. Yeah. I remember when they put in the second Walmart right next to the interstate. Yeah. It was a big deal, man. That was oh, a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and actually that site where Big Lots is now it has a lot of interesting history. They used to have... Um, First, it was an airfield. That was the first airfield for Crestview. Then they had jalopy races there. So it was a, an automobile racetrack. And then huh. in the uh, 60s, it became the drive-in. Uh, you know, all, all this neat stuff was happening around town. We lost some stuff, too. There was this unfortunate mindset, and it wasn't just in Crestview. It was throughout the U.S. that anything old is bad, and we have to look forward and be progressive. And um, so we lost the L&N Railroad Depot and I, I, I drive past that site every day on the way home, and I still don't know how they fit a train depot in there. <laughs> yeah. But they did. Uh, this lost... was over in the Twin Hills area? No, no. This is uh, right here downtown. Oh. Uh, yeah, right next to what well, used to be Buck's Restaurant. Now it's a Century 21 dealer. Okay. So, yeah. like, right on the edge of Main Street. Right, right on there. the edge there of Main Street. There was a train street. depot. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how they put uh, one there. I, I don't know. <laughs> it was a skinny little thing. Uh, we lost the Rice Building, which was actually a very pretty brick building down by the courthouse. Uh, where Mr. Parker's attorney's office is now. And we almost lost the Alatex building. And that, I think, would have been a terrible loss to the city. But, you know, this this effort to be modern, you know, everything old was being knocked down. And fortunately, uh, what's actually has happened to many small communities, and one I think of right off as Apalachicola, was that this effort to modernize and stick metal siding and plastic facades and stuff on buildings ended up preserving the brick and stuff underneath and we, yeah. see, and we see that downtown where uh, they started yanking off some of the old siding on i think it was uh, mr stewart's law firm and they unveiled this neat old 1940s coca-cola sign so you know stuff like that got inadvertently preserved for us today so it, it had a kind of good effect and the same thing happened to Apalachicola, I say that because the city got so poor that they couldn't afford to knock things down, and therefore now it's 
just this beacon. Well, we're it, we're in a repurpose movement currently yeah, in our yeah. culture, anyways. Yeah. So you know, and and you know, people scream for a shopping mall, not realizing that more malls are being closed than are being opened in the United States, and the the model for shopping is the Main Street area. So who knew Crestview was ahead of our time? Yeah. Well, <laughs> and it, I mean the the Crestview Commons is gonna it's gonna be a it's going to be like that too. You know, you have a few anchor restaurants and you have all the, the yep. walk traffic for the, yeah, the yeah. businesses and stuff yeah. as well. But, um, and it'll bring stores, you know, but we hear it all the time. All of us who look at the city, social media, all see it, you know, why don't you bring us an X, Y, Z shop kind right. of a thing. And yeah. so, well, we'll that's be- why that was that whole five minute rain at the beginning of this. episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that was about. Yeah. <laughs> because we don't do, we that. don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. This is a way off a side, but when I used to work for the paper, I wrote a great parody story, which they wouldn't let me run on, on an April 1st edition. But it was because so many people would come to the city council and say, well, why are you building another bank, but you're not going to build us a, the XYZ store? So I wrote this article about the city council adjourning and then going down off of 85, and they were building a red lobster. And, you know, we had city <laughs> clerk Betsy Roy, you know, running the, the buzzsaw, and you had uh, you know, somebody else up on the scaffolding hanging the sign and all that kind of stuff stuff yeah it was a great story yeah (laughs) oh man anyway yeah so (laughs) you know but you're right though i mean so we did so what what we were in a sense it wasn't that Cressy was dying it was Cressy was changing and growing in, yes in, in a way. And, 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 that, and and we're always doing that yeah and, and communities do that and a lot of people don't see that growth and they don't see that slow movement because you know cities are organic things that you know people are not going to sit and let us do nothing right and so we even well, see well, it down if you sit still you'll you'll die yeah I mean to put it bluntly or you'll get run over by the people who are moving ahead right. And you see it downtown, you know, we're getting a new parking lot uh, and park combination down here on Wilson Street. The county's working with us on that, and that's going to be a big help downtown. We'll now have two downtown public parking lots. Yeah, and, and that also just works right into our overall, I mean, the mobility studies we've been doing yeah, and the, yeah. the, the downtown improvement stuff we've been going yeah. through and trying to build that up. Um, it It definitely is a... I think what's nice about this time as compared to the 70s, I feel like in the 70s they were probably expanding for the purpose of expanding, growing yeah. for the purpose yeah. of growing. And, the, and there wasn't, I don't think, much direction. Would you agree, no. Nick? If there wasn't comp plan until 1990. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's so hard to tell, too, because the city there were so many less people working at the city. I mean, I can't imagine how big the staff must have been at the time being able to handle the growth that they were having to handle. Yeah. Like yeah, no. we'd have to have Wayne. Well, I don't know. I don't think Wayne was here in the nineties. I mean, he, he did work here one time before and then he left and then he came back. But I'll have to get him on one day and talk about. Yeah. He would be stuff. a very interesting person yeah. to talk to because he was integrally involved in so much of this stuff that we're able to build on. And he's using that cultural knowledge to you know continue to build on our infrastructure for the city. So Yeah. Which we are doing. I know some people, um, know, we don't control Highway 85 or Highway 90. That's FDOT, yes. unfortunately. <laughs> um, and yes, you know, I'm, I made a joke that we don't build roads in an episode with Tim earlier this season. But I mean, we do build city roads and things like that if we need to. Um, but unfortunately, in some of those places, our main thoroughfares aren't something that we actually, you know, control. Uh, that being said, that doesn't mean we can't take into account when we start developing 
ideas I'm looking for the future because we are going through another moment of expansion and growth here in Crestview, much like, you know, with the 70s, I can't put my finger on a catalyst like the interstate and say this is what caused it, but it's happening. And we're trying, I think we have a good city, a good council, good mayor, good city manager, good city employees where we're not going, let's just get rid of all this old stuff or cover it in corrugated metal yeah. and, <laughs> you know, build the next pretty shiny thing. We're trying to understand that it is an organic system and that we are trying to, to make a healthy organic system as opposed to grow an entirely yeah. new one. Cause we don't need to do that. You yeah. know, as, as they've said, you know, um, saw the guy or the guy the 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 gentleman that is the head of the matrix group that's doing our our mobility study and also doing a master plan for um, the foxwood area i believe um you know he talked about the bones of what we have in our our downtown area being such a great thing um and i think it is and i think if we develop uh, bones correctly in the southern part of town as well, which I I don't think was done originally um, properly, in my opinion. Uh, we can keep expanding Crestview and growing because it's going to happen and do it the right way and the proper way so that we don't set ourselves up for another South 85 three o'clock in the afternoon everyone's mad which is a perfect time to listen to the podcast by the way (laughs) (laughs) well you're stuck in traffic down there uh we don't want that happening again yeah i'm gonna take a moment to uh i'll have my rant now uh but just to say that you know for a long time and i'm sure it was the case in the 70s and leading up until very recently you know we there was nobody at the city that had a voice because with with 85 and with PJ and with these main roads that run through here, we don't have direct control over what happens to right. them. But we ha- we've always had the opportunity to have a voice in in saying, hey, we you know, we need this and this is why. And for a long time, we either we couldn't or we chose not to have that voice and not to express that until, you know, probably the past three to five years. And. And so now, I mean, there are numerous projects that FDOT, I mean, since that time, you have the I-10 interchange, you have the connector and bypass roads, you have improvements on 85. And so what I stress now is that we have a voice, but you also have to understand that as much as we want these things to happen quickly, they just, they just don't. Well, not only that, but Florida itself is exploding. Yeah. Uh, As far as commerce, population, people are... It's not all the pandemic, <laughs> but it is somewhat because as Governor DeSantis says, we are open for business um, and we are, and that is bringing in competition and it's bringing in people. People are coming here in, in droves, not just to Crestview, but all across the, the state in general um, because they are trying to get back to a place where they have a bit more of what they feel like is freedom and less government involvement in the things that they're trying to do in commerce and business in their day-to-day lives, things like that. So, um, no, I totally, you know, I, I agree with you. You know, we probably did lose our voice a little bit with FDOT for a while there, but, uh, it, it's hard to see it when you're sitting in traffic. And I say to you, you know, in five years, you won't have to be dealing with this. That it's hard because when you're in traffic, that's one of the few times we really are in the moment in our yeah. lives. Like, <laughs> yeah. A lot of us in today's modern technology age struggle with being uh, in in the moment, but being stuck in traffic is a great way to be in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, yeah. it's effective. Because you're kind of just stuck there dealing with it. But, 
you know, when I say to you, you know, it'll get better, it's going to take time. I know that's hard to go, yeah, whatever, but, you know, it, but that's the truth of it. And and what's important is, is the lessons we can learn from kind of the things that happened in the 70s, you know, some of these things um, that you, you talked about, Brian, we can update our comp plan. We can do things like we've been doing with the LDC and zoning, zoning and things like mm-hmm. that so that we can build and develop in a smart organic way i like that you know yeah and there's some clever things that our planning folks like nick and his colleagues are looking at that um, you know never even entered my mind and i've studied urban design and um, you know site planning but one of the things i just love is small um not exactly mom and pops, but like professional businesses that can pop up in residential areas and kind of make a buffer between the Highway 85 and the residential area. But you would still have your dentist office or your attorney or um, you know, a small shop. Maybe, yeah, or yeah, like, that. like the little corner or whatever. And I, I just love those ideas because when you have that small commerce, and I'm, you know, we don't we don't want big box stores in there, but when you have something where you could walk down and buy a gallon of milk or something or you could pop in and have your teeth fixed or whatever and and not have to drive on that uh, drive to get to do that is i I think that's a it's really fantastic and you know i um with the sister city people i've traveled in europe before and you see these things in the villages and towns there where it hasn't altered the the face of the village at all, but it has increased opportunities for the people to you know, take care of their business in town rather than having to go out of town. Yeah. And yeah, that's like good for us too. We, you know, like you said, have heavy commercial, so to say, you know, more intense commercial on 85 and 90 and mm-hmm. then less so as you go off. And there are some areas that are just strictly residential, you know, that we kept that way, yeah. but creating those buffers. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, we created, Many, many, many times. Okay, not that many, but <laughs> you know, many for Crestview. <laughs> yeah, a, a substantial, a substantially larger amount of commercially developable land. That for for somebody wanting to start a business, you know, it gives them that opportunity, like you said. Whereas before, it's like, well, I have to compete with restaurants and gas stations and these people that can, I mean, compared to them, just throw money around. Yeah. So it does it opens up a lot of opportunities for small businesses and just literally smaller businesses. As long as it's not another mini storage. I I don't know. I mean, I get it from a financial standpoint, but man, I'm going to refer you. I'm going to refer you back to your initial rant. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So. All right. So it's, you know, like but like you said in your initial rant, it's what people want is you know, what those people who can provide those services will bring then. Right. So, you know. I, I, as much as I've heard people say that they don't like this and they don't like that, all these things that come in, they're always successful. Yeah. You always see them successful. And so, you know, that's one of the things I, I can't go, I struggle to go read Facebook because of the things that we're talking about right now, like the reality of that is, is that three people are going to be loud and all the quiet people are, they're okay or they're happy. Yeah. That's yeah. something I had to learn really fast in yeah. this job. Yes. You know, is that that's that's how that works. You don't often have a conversation with a person that says you're doing a good job. You have the conversation <laughs> with a person who's not happy with what's going on. But it just goes to show, like you said, I mean, they are very specific in, in finding where they want to be. Yeah. And more often than not, they end up being successful where they want to be. Right. And so, 
you know, I think that's that's where we'll we'll end this one, our second part of our history episode. So I hope that we got to the idea or the point was that there was an expansion in the seventies, and you know, I wasn't there, so I'm not gonna uh, Monday morning quarterback it. But you know, no one could have possibly seen or you know what was going to happen with Crestview. But the idea is that this time around, we're gonna try to at least put some stuff in place to help because we're expanding again, much like we did then, and uh, we might lose a few things because that happens. But um, I think this idea that, like you said, Brian, of us being an organic, an organic sense of growth is is awesome, and I I'm gonna like latch onto that and probably use it in the future. I'm stealing that from you, but um, I just, first of all, I just want to say thank you both for joining me again. Um, it's always uh, fun. Yeah, yeah. For I I enjoy these history episodes. Uh, so far, they're some of the ones people listen to more. Hopefully these were coherent ramblings <laughs> but, <laughs> and um, rants yeah but uh as always thank you crestview and i i want to say um uh you know just just hang in there hang in there with us i know when you're sitting in traffic it can be aggravating but we're getting there we're going in the right direction and uh we will um we will hopefully be the city that we want to see and we want to be in the future yeah and if i could just add something real fast about this we are I don't know if people really appreciate how fortunate we are. Uh, having been in the newspaper, uh, local newspaper, for nine and a half years, I saw just totally dysfunctional government sometimes. And we're real lucky that we have a mayor, a city manager, a city council, and a staff that are all moving in the same direction. Right. And that is so important to marshalling our resources and getting these things accomplished. Yeah. So, so we'll, that that's a great point, and we'll end it on that. We'll end it on our internal mantra, which is one city, one mission. And you'll see me use that sometimes on, on our social media as well. Uh, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to make Crestview a community that is raising the bar for this year, as the mayor said, but all of those things. But also one that's forward-thinking, uh, has a forward vision, and um, you won't have to sit in traffic as much, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> Thank you, Crestview. Yeah. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Civic View. You can hear new episodes every Friday on Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, Audible, Podbean, iHeartRadio, and on our website at www.cityofcrestview.org. Civic View is a public affairs program produced and recorded right here at City Hall and is also featured Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. on WAAZ-FM and WJSB-AM. Our music is recorded, produced, and performed by Scott Holmes, and you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at City of Crestview. And with that, I'll say be safe, Crestview, and I'll catch you next time.